Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rockstar 101. His name is Brandon. He's the DJ. His name is Shim. He's the rock star, and we are joined by multiple rock stars yet again as we are continuing the Crucified Tour wrap-up uh, and many other topics that we're going to be getting to on this one, and I think we might as well dive right in because we keep alluding to it, and we've talked about it multiple times, the Dirt documentary versus Bohemian Rhapsody. And we were talking about like Motley Crue, Class is in session. Class is in session. Son of a bitch, I forgot that. Well, class is in session. Yeah. So, so we're gonna okay. get in. We're gonna so get into this. So you guys watched like the day it came out, yeah? We are gonna spend the entire podcast talking about the difference between Bohemian Rhapsody and the Dirt. Yes. Just so that you're aware, if you are not inclined, check the fuck out. Just turn the podcast off because that's what's happening for the entire podcast right now. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. But you just told people to turn it off. No, 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 no. Don't turn it off. Okay. Okay. So okay. So. Brandon, yes. you are the one who insisted on talking about this for the entire podcast. You apparently have to have some serious opinions about this. So why don't you I'm, fucking get the ball rolling? I think I'm the odd man out here. Because you are, you're not the odd man out, but you have got some serious convictions. So why don't you start the ball rolling? I've, uh, it's, I mean, it's quite simple. I firmly believe that The Dirt was a better movie than Bohemian Rhapsody. Why? I enjoyed it more. Um, it's it's what I expected. It's cheesy. It's hokey. It's what Motley Crue kind of is, you know? Well, yeah. It's what I expected. Yeah. But the biggest thing for me, we always go back to the timeline of mm. Bohemian Rhapsody, and that bothers me and we did, so much. We did talk about that a couple of episodes ago. We have, ago. and, yeah, it's, and, we that, about and that, that bothers and that was, me immensely that they, they that the very end, they, 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 they make it so it's like, oh, it's, you know, he finds out he has HIV. He didn't uh, find out till after Live yeah. Aid. Like, you know what the funny thing is? That the majority of the information that I talked about in our last podcast relating to Bohemian Rhapsody was given to me by Powell. Powell. What's up. Pow educated me. He was the one to tell me. He was like, yo, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? I said, yeah. And he told me the whole time and he was like, yo, that shit didn't happen that way. It was like yeah. ABC. Yep. He he lined it up for me. So all of the shit that I said in the last podcast in regards to Bohemian Not Rhapsody. Not your original thoughts at no, all came from it's Pow. all Pow. All okay. Pow. Well so before, now, before we step into this too deep, we've got Pow, guitar player. Hello. We've got Jamie, bass player. Hello. And we've got Brian, drummer. Yo. Okay, so, so just no, so everybody no, who's listening, if this is the first one they're tuning into, they kind of have an idea. This is Shim's band. Yeah. Uh, they've wrapped up the Crucified Tour, but we're getting right into this thing. Okay. So let's start with Pow. Okay, I'm sorry. And, and Bohemian no, 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 let, let's stop for one second. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to do the drop. Pow, socials. Uh, Instagram underscore Darth Whiskey D A R T H W H I S K E Y Darth Whiskey underscore Darth Whiskey. Jamie Lewis socials at Jamie Lewis J A Y M E L E W I S and at thebassist.net. Brian at Brian Cops Drums. That's B R I A N K O P S Drums. That's Instagram. And my name is Shim. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, that's not nice. I searched that and I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no, a bunch of real. weird websites come up <laughs> and you Googled go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, S-H-I-M for Mary. S-H-I-M shimmusic.com. That's where you can find me and everything that I am doing. We have just finished the Crucified Tour and this is the baddest band in rock and roll doing the podcast right now on Rockstar 101 with Brandon. And now... Let's get into what the fuck really is going down between Bohemian Rhapsody and The Dirt. So, Powell started off with uh, Pal, your problems you know with what? Bohemian Rhapsody because the timeline for me was was the biggest issue. In which film? In Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, me too. The Dirt kept it relatively 
close. There's a few problems I do have with the Dirt World that we'll get to here in a minute, but okay. I want to hear Pal's thoughts okay. on Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, Pal. Queen, Queen was the band that got me into playing music in fifth grade. This is the band that made me discover rock and roll and the Tie Your Mother Down riff, which my lovely conservative Asian mother hates because <laughs> it's it's it being bad to your mom, being violent with mom. That <laughs> That's not what the song's about. Mommy is about... It's about keep your mother busy so that you and I can go have sexual relations. Um, now, so, like I said, Queen is my first favorite band, one of my favorite bands of all time. And Me too. The only gripes that I like Bohemian Rhapsody, um, the acting was superb, but if it, it seems also to me, Randall, like you're critiquing the two movies kind of on different, different like you, your, your qualification for what makes The Dirt better than Bohemian Rhapsody is that you, they were truer to the timeline. Yeah. Um, they were. I, I would agree that the dirt was definitely true to the timeline, um, but with Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, but that's because Bohemian Rhapsody fucked that shit up. Bohemian Rhapsody fucked the timeline up in so many ways. Well, the biggest one for me being uh, t- maybe two thirds of the way through Bohemian Rhapsody, it seems like there's some conflict between Freddie and the rest of the band, and then there's this big breakup. But then they get the offer for Live Aid. Yeah. <sighs> by by in actuality, from what I understand, I'm pretty sure. Live Aid, by then, they were already on tour for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it wasn't the big tw- comeback of Queen. Yeah, yeah. They were they touring it off out the back of that I'm telling other you, album th- called The Miracle, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, what you told me, I talked about with Brandon in our podcast, the fact that that shit wasn't real, and they've been on tour for like months. I th- Yeah, they were finishing up a cycle. Yeah. And so, when they hit Live Aid and they blew everybody's fucking minds, it wasn't like some, they hadn't played together in months, yeah. and they hated each other. No, they've they were a well-oiled well lubricated machine (laughs) (laughs) nice okay so now let's jump to the dirt and does anybody here agree with my opinion by the way well tell me your opinion my opinion is that the dirt was a better movie than bohemian rhapsody okay tell me why am i the only person uh you may be you may be uh, quite honestly it is that timeline thing the timeline thing for me for bohemian rhapsody it's that bad to me like it that that bugs me so much that it dropped. And now, again, we said this on the podcast before. Yeah. Whenever that movie is on, I'm going to watch it. I, did, I, I loved, don't get me wrong, I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I enjoyed it. I thought Rami Malik as Freddie Mercury was amazing. Um, I don't think they needed to redo the whole Live Aid show. Like, yeah. I could go see that on YouTube if I yeah, want. Like, yeah. that's 20 minutes of storytelling that they missed out on. Yeah, yeah. But for me, The Dirt was just a fun, cheesy, silly movie that. The acting wasn't really the greatest. <laughs> um, props Machine Gun Kelly for a very accurate. He Tommy did. Lee he did a great like, Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee. Right. Um, there's a couple of things that they kind of glazed over a little bit that oh, bothered me. You think? Um, you think? The the car crash. I, I did like that they got into the whole um, Razzle death, and they that they made that a big plot point. But they made it seem like oh he just had a couple of beers and you know he was distracted and that's what caused the accident. Right, no, right. he was. Oh, gone. No, yeah, like yeah, he was gone at yeah. that point. So I do have a problem with that. Yeah, but I, in general, the truth is, I have a problem with that too because he sinned. As far as I'm concerned, that was a sin, mm-hmm. and the fact that they glazed over that, I, I think that you need to be held accountable for your sins, and uh, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you on that. That that's something that should have been paid more attention to. But I just I, I enjoyed. Uh, no, look, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed both movies. But as I was watching it, I was like, th- I, like I'm putting this above Bohemian Rhapsody. For real, just, yeah. 
I, it was hard for me to get past the the less than stellar acting from. Sorry. Oh, yeah, and you not even the acting, the dialogue, shit like oh, we're Jesus. not a band, we're a gang. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my lead singer back. I want my friend. I want my brother. I want back. my brother. brother back. There, was, there was a lot of go fuck yourself. I want moments my brother back. Yeah, yeah, from from yeah, a was, purely entertainment value. Because yeah. I'm gonna whatever be told, you do, don't talk, Jamie. I'm gonna whatever be, you do. I'm gonna I think be, he's just trying to find a spot. No, no, no. He's just he's just trying to fucking stay in balance. Sentences. All He's right. just trying it's to stay away. You were saying a little bit of okay. all of that. Brian. Right. Sorry, hey, sh- sorry, Brian. Up, Brian. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying so from a pure entertainment value. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I yeah. don't know a ton about the history of Queen or the history of Motley Crue. I, I mean, I don't. Me neither. Um, but a, me neither. from a pure entertainment value, Bohemian Rhapsody was just better executed in its form. I'll say that as a movie. Um, as a movie. As yes. A movie. But, that uh, that I agree with 100%. But, yeah, but totally. I I totally hear you on like in terms of accuracy in terms of like well it actually was this way. That if I knew those things yeah. that would bother me a lot. But I I got to go with Bohemian Rhapsody. For real. Well, you you know what we yes, we we watched the dirt about five days ago at the gnarliest Airbnb that you have ever fucking seen. I'm telling you, like moldy towels, oh. shit crawling out of the basement, like fucking rock and roll one hundred and one. Where were we? I don't fucking remember, but like it was bad. Like we we were laying down. You had to move the TV, Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But basically, Wait. we. Oh no, Charlotte was the nicer. Charlotte was nice. No, it was nice where we saw. Did it. you guys? Yeah, wa- yeah, did yeah, you guys totally. watch it when it first came out? We watched it like the day or nice. two after it, it nice. came out. Because it would have been probably in Ohio somewhere. Yeah, probably. At least that's what the. But we watched it, and all anybody could talk about while we were watching it was how bad the acting was. And I love the dirt, and I love Nikki Six, and I love Motley Crue, and I love all their music. But the fucking acting in that movie was fucking bad. It was bad cinema. It, it was. It hard. was. It, yes. was, it, was, it was, hard was hard to watch them sitting there and be like, "Yo, they hired some fucking sixteen-year-old." right out of fucking you know USC script writing school to write the entire script of one of the baddest bands in rock and roll do a better fucking job (laughs) do a better fucking job (laughs) Jesus Christ but see I was perfectly fine with the bad acting because it's kind of what I expected right really Um, you expected that it was part of the shit when they when they but here's the thing like when they when they casted uh, cast Machine Gun Kelly to play Tommy Lee. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Right there, immediately, I was like, okay, well, yeah, but that's not up. to say that it was bad, like bad in the sense of it wasn't entertaining. Because for me, it was still oh, it very was entertaining. entertaining to watch. It was fucking entertaining yes. as a bitch. I mean, you mentioned this last night, Brandon. That like, what you correct me if I'm wrong. Like, the dirt did such a good job at, at capturing the nuttiness, the idiocy, yes. like, the zaniness yes. of that band. And the the fucking movie starts with. We don't. I'm not sure if we want to exactly verbalize doing something incredible at a house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I'm not sure if we want Rockstar 101 to be branded with that particular image because that people can go see it. Go see the movie on Netflix. Go and watch the fucking trailer. We've given no spoilers. But even okay, so for real, Brandon. Even considering the fact that the acting and the script and the whole vibe of the story was so. Come on, come on. Let's but be see, real. But I think, I think the you thing... Put it's it not, ab- you put it above Bohemian Rhapsody. Because I, I honestly think that that timeline of Bohemian Rhapsody, it bothers me that yeah. much. I get what Brian's saying about how, you know, like uh, since you don't know it, then, yeah, you're only going to take into account the yeah. acting and, you know, the, the full cinematic, which I agree 100%, better than yeah. the dirt. Yeah. But 
it may, like watching that the way that they they like I thought it was cheesier in Bohemian Rhapsody. Really, the way that they ended like when you guys want to talk about like the cheesy lines in Motley Crue yeah, where it's you know yeah, like, yeah. you know we're you know, a gang you know what, or you're, you're, you're my brother. You know you're a hundred percent when they're when they're sitting there and they're like you're Freddy, a legend, Fred. you're, you're a legend, Freddie. Yeah, you're right. That shit was fucking cheesy. But the shit. way but the way that they kind of like at the whole end there with Live Aid where he he makes the announcement to the band and that's when they find out. Yeah, and I was like no 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 no. It's bullshit. He didn't find out for like two more yeah, years. It's bullshit. But then also that same. Day he goes and finds his significant other, the yeah, guy who's right. the no, guy's yeah, name always yeah. blanks on he was me. Was there for like ten years. Jim, I believe. Jim. Yeah, and yeah. then every and then, but then also, oh, they're gonna go have a meal with his parents, and it's right. like, dude, bullshit. And that's the yeah. that his parents <laughs> like I can't, I can't get yeah. past that. Yeah, part. no, that, that and you know what? In, in all honesty, as as, as as much as respect, I mean, I got mad, insane. Dope, fucking deep down to my bones. Respect for Queen and the mu- the musical legacy. However, I don't think they should have been executive producers of that movie. I think that they tainted it. I think the fact that the band was executive producers. I think that they tainted it. Mm-hmm. I think that they uh, they let in what they wanted to let in, and they left out everything they wanted to leave out. And and you know that it, exactly what you just said. You know, like all of that shit happening in one day. Of course, yeah. that doesn't happen. And that's and that's the one thing I can't get get past. Also, yeah. there was the, the one scene too that really bothered me in Bohemian Rhapsody when was there at the truck stop, and like the yeah. dude like locks eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I'm like, what the? No, come on. I'm like, sorry. I'm with you. I'm with like, you. We're that. really gonna yeah. do that? Like yeah. you're gonna yeah. you're gonna turn this into the whole you know yeah. truck stop or bathhouse? It wasn't like, that. Come someone, on. I'm sorry. That was weird. Did someone say indicating? Did someone say right. indicating? Yeah. Like totally. it was just that to me. But again, let me repeat. I still like the movie, and I'm still gonna watch it anytime. Like if I'm flipping I, through I, channels, it's I'm on. I'm telling you, man. I'm gonna watch. It. As far as I'm concerned, like we've been doing a bunch of like uh, you know they've been making biopics for the last twenty years. As much respect as I got for the whole thing, that movie is going to be like Shawshank Redemption. Once you put it on, you can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. You got to watch it. It's going to be on TBS yeah. every weekend too. Yeah, you just got to. As soon as you start to watch it, you're like, ah, fuck, my next two hours is gone. Like you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Well, and the interesting thing for me for um, the dirt as well is like I kind of have an interesting relationship with Motley Crue. Why? Um, th- through the you know twenty years I've been in radio, I've got to interview. Nikki Six and um, uh, Tommy Lee on multiple occasions, right. um, and both of them are completely polar opposites when it comes to the interviews. Nikki Six, I can't stand the guy. The really? guy's been a dick every single time. Yep. He could not care less, and he's just—he's the reason that Godsmack wrote the song "Crying Like a Bitch." Oh <laughs> shit! Oh, you didn't know that? I did how, not know that. How do you? Okay, sorry. One thing. It was Crew Fest. They were like, yeah, 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 Crew Fest. They tried to backtrack. They tried to backtrack on it, I believe. But okay, stop, stop, stop. I want to go on record as saying that Shim is a supporter of Nikki Six, and he supported me, and he's a fan of my music, and I love Nikki Six. I respect your opinion, and I respect <laughs> where you're coming from. However, I'm just going on record as saying that you know he's had my back, and I've been on his radio show, and that's dope. However, why the fuck did Godsmack write "Crying Like a Bitch" for Nikki Six? So the story goes, they were on Crew Fest together, right? And I guess backstage, Nikki Six is just was an asshole to everybody. Right. He just he walked around like a shit don't stink. He would piss and moan and complain about things, and he just and he would constantly whine when things didn't go his way. So they wrote "Crying Like a Bitch," and, and that was a dope song. It's a really good. I'm song. I'm sorry, but that song. So, is, and look, that song is I got dope. Nikki Six is talented as hell. Like the guy, like musically amazing. Yeah. But for me personally, like the guy ever, and it's I'm willing to give somebody a bad day. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, if you have an interview and, you know, you can tell that maybe they're tired. Um, like, it kind of happened with um, uh, Hell Yeah. 
This was years ago. Mm. It was the last I, day I know of the all, tour. I know all those guys, by the it way. It was the last day of the tour, and Chad gets off the bus, and you can tell he's fucking done. Like, right. he's just tired, but he still, he smiled his way through it, and he just, it, and, you know, he signed everything. He took every picture. I got mad respect for yeah. Chad because of that. Yeah. But you could tell, like, if you were really looking like, dude, this guy, he's ready to go he, home. He's done. Like, this is the final date of this tour. Is that kind of the way I look right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all do. Yes. So, but like, but like when it comes to Nikki Mirror. Six, like there's been multiple occasions. Right. And it's every single time. Like there hasn't so, been one good experience for right. me with him. But on the flip side, Tommy Lee is the fucking man. Yeah. Like that guy, every time he just wants to have fun, he'll talk about anything. He invited me to his house in Los Angeles to okay, go get so, some Starbucks. So, can I ask you a question? Do you think that The Dirt, the movie The Dirt, correctly portrayed Tommy Lee? Absolutely. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just a fun guy. Like he just wants he, to go and like he just he he almost comes off as like one of those guys. He never has a bad day. Like right. he's just a goofball. Because I, honestly, when I was watching the movie, I was like, "There's no way this guy is that cool. There's no way this guy is like saying all that shit and doing all that shit." And then, but I'm 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 I respect your opinion, and I'm like, is he really that cool all the time? And apparently, that's his reputation. That's anytime I've talked to him, anytime I've For interviewed real. the guy, For real. he's always been that. Awesome. There's one time we did a double interview with him and uh, Josh Todd yeah. from uh, Buck Cherry. Yeah. Both of those guys were great. You just you just mentioned a hero, Josh Todd from Buck Cherry. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Are you I'm, mixing I'm making a face at you for a completely different. Okay. Reason. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but both of them. So they patched us into them on the phone. They didn't realize we could already hear, and they're just goofing around on the they're guitar. They're already talking shit. And, and and Tommy Lee's like. I'm going for the full Jimi Hendrix on this one. And he just starts playing and we're just listening to him. And we were like, hello. And they were just, you know, they're just, and it was just talking. Like it wasn't an interview. It was just yeah. being around fun guys. Kind of, yeah. you know, kind of like where we are right now. Yeah. Just shooting the shit. And that's the way it always was with Tommy Lee. And whenever I'm asked about, you know, who are the best interviews I've done or who are my favorite people to interview, Tommy Lee's at the top of the list. Okay. Wow, so awesome. do you, so do you think that, uh, the movie reflected Nikki Six correctly? No, because I don't think it showed him as much of a dick as he is. For real, shit. For real. But that's my. Like, but again, I, like I'm looking at it through my you know narrow perspective no, no, yeah, here no, because I look. I don't that's know your him. Experience. You know, that's I've your experience. it's been a few times, like maybe a half a dozen, yeah. that I've been involved with right. him. But, but where every time it's just been he's been a jerk. And like, look, if I get to meet him again and he's nice, you know, I'll apologize. Whatever needs to be done. But as of right now. Right. I just, Nikki Six to me, he's never been a nice guy. Do you think that they over-glamorized him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You talk about that whole thing you're saying about, like, all oh, the band should have been executive producers on their own movie. Yeah. Same exact thing with The Dirt. Yeah, for real? But you, but you, okay, so did you prefer I'll The Dirt this. over Bohemian absolutely Rhapsody? Absolutely not. And I, I, I <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm the odd man out here. Well, I didn't dislike The Dirt. As, as, as the, Motley Crue was another okay. one of my huge favorite oh, me bands. Too, but I was the, a huge Motley Crue right. They skipped over the entire Tommy oh, and Pamela totally. thing. Um, they glossed over a lot of the turmoils with Tommy and Heather which had effects on the band um, how did the really I didn't you, you, you're right I, I mean did, they kind of they did they a, little bit, a little but bit but there was a like that was a they bigger piece of the pie that yeah. is Motley Crue they basically chopped out 20 fucking years like for and real. that's why I, I've heard a lot of people say this they should have gone um, serious with this not a movie Mm, but try, turn the, try to spread out the story. Yeah, because yeah. then you can hit yeah, everything and maybe kind of you know let that let yeah. it expand or just do like one season yeah, or do like a three part like do something yeah. to where you're not glazing over yeah. these pretty it, major it, moments. Yeah, but if you but at least they didn't fucking lie about how oh he found out the day before live man. 
<laughs> and then they fucking he meets this guy, and then they go have fucking lunch or breakfast with his parents. So you felt lied to. That's that was your thing with yes, Bohemian Rhapsody. You felt lied to. Lied to. <laughs> really, you really felt lied to. Yeah, like I was. Oh, just it pissed me off so much when it was just that whole like, oh, we're gonna m- put all this stuff in one morning. Yeah. Really, one fucking morning. All that happened, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a productive. But morning. the biggest milestones. Thing that, but the biggest thing that also bothered me about Bohemian Rhapsody is that Queen was so revolutionary. Yeah, for with sure. what they uh, did, yeah. and they. To you know, to say something that's you know complete um, uh, shit. No, not shit. It, it's uh, blasphemy. No, I'm completely spacing on the word here. But, but it's it was a uh, um, cliche. Is that they f- would think outside the box when it came to their music. Yeah. They were willing to experiment, and they were amazing at it. Oh yeah. And to make the movie so cookie cutter, I yeah. thought disrespected yep. Queen. I thought the making of the dirt and how they made the dirt was kind of what you think of when it comes to Motley Crue. Not to say that, you know, Motley Crue is bad, but cheesy, hokey, fun, party. Like, that's what I think of when I think Motley Crue, and that's what I got out of that movie. Yeah, I loved it when they showed the session of Bohemian Rhapsody, when they were actually recording, and they were like... You know, they're, the drummers in this little tiny vocal booth, like, yeah. what am I supposed to sing? Like, yeah. uh, like, is this right? You know, they they, they really showed the quirkiness. Like, Higher. How many more Galileos yeah. do you want? Yeah, they, yes. they, showed, they showed the quirkiness of everything. Yeah. But I, I wanted more of that. There was like maybe two, yeah. three Cut minutes live of that. Don't do the whole thing. And yeah. they could have done exactly. that. And that's the problem exactly. with it. But again, loved the movie. And I'm not to say that it's bad. But for me, entertainment-wise, I just enjoyed watching The Dirt because I'm not in the back of my mind going, well, that didn't fucking happen. Well, but maybe did you enjoy the dirt more because it was made like a popcorn film? I mean that. It's, I mean you watch the no, first, uh, yeah, you watch the first three minutes of that film, and it is clear you are in for a fucking ride. Like, yeah, I'm f- this is I'm not factual. On, yeah, and I'm full on willing to admit it, like because because yeah. that's kind of what I expect. You yeah, know, with Motley Crue, like the over the top shows with the Tommy Lee, you yeah. know, spinning with the drum set and everything else. Yeah. Like that's what I expected. Yeah. Um, whereas when it came to Bohemian Rhapsody, did I wasn't you- expected to be fucking lied to. Right. So you you wanted to take Queen seriously and no one expects to take Motley Crue seriously. Say, I, no, that's exactly it. That's uh, a, that's a basically perfect it. summation of what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, it also seems to me that Bohemian Rhapsody was m- more dishonest about certain things. They made certain things up. They fudged certain things. Whereas The Dirt omitted certain things. I think yes. that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but they got yeah. the urine slur- slurping in there. That yeah. was a big part. That was that's important. Actually, uh, yeah. well, I mean, that the is, ant snorting and that whole you scene know what? with Ozzy. Apparently that yeah. really happened. You know what? Yeah. You're, you're actually 100% right. The fact that the dirt omitted certain things because you know what? You just don't have enough time to get through everything. But the, the Bohemian Rhapsody, they actually changed facts. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's that is where I think my biggest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm a very big uh, advocate of uh, attempting at all times not to commit artistic sin. And when you have an artist like Queen, I mean, come on, fucking Queen. Yeah. And then you don't follow the timeline correctly and you don't give the facts correctly. Actually, you know what? I agree with you. I, I, I didn't agree with you before. Coming around, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, di- I didn't agree with you before, but I'm coming around. I actually, you know what? I actually agree. You're kind of getting me angry about this but shit that's now. See? And that's, yeah. and that's the thing is that like, but w- see, when I left the theater, I, w- I, I enjoyed it. Like, I didn't leave thinking like, oh, this oh, sucked, gra- this sucked, it, or this sucked. I was like, I would watch that again. Totally. I totally would. Yeah, it's like Shawshank Redemption. You put it on, you're going to finish it. Absolutely. Totally. But after I was able to kind of sit and process it, I'm yeah. like, okay, that, that bothers me. Yeah. It's funny because actually, the, like, a couple of days after I watched the movie, I, I, my wife and I 
actually made that our date night and we, we went out to do it and I called Pal from Australia and I was like yo you seen, you seen the film and he was like yo I saw it midnight the day it came out I was like first one there and then I saw it 3pm the next day yeah he was like he, <laughs> I was I, all fanboyed out yo totally oh, I didn't I, I didn't realize how big of a Queen fan he was until if we talked about it if I can paint the picture it. for you when I'm in 5th grade and, and Queen is my favorite band every other kid's listen to Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park and Blink-182 and and there was that yeah. era of music, and I was made of made fun of so hard because I loved this rock band where the dudes in fucking biker shorts and he has a big gay mustache. Yeah, but I didn't care. That's what I loved. And then you know, as an adult and now as a semi professional musician, semi. attempted attempted professional musician, yeah. to see the band that I love so much, you know blown up on the big stage and suddenly everyone's making a huge deal about it is super vindicated. Well, I'd like to thank Pal for making me feel old because he was in fifth grade when Limp Biscuit was big. <laughs> Sorry. And I was already out of high school at that point. But um, but no, like for, for Queen, like Queen for me, that was like my first big rock band as well. Like when I was a kid, I was like two, three years old just learning to walk. We had the cassette in the cassette player and I always wow. knew where it was, but it was too tall for me. So I would push this little truck that I had, climb up and hit play, right. and then go in the middle of the living room while like another one bites the dust is playing and right. just sit and bob up and down <laughs> to the music. So like yeah. that queen has a like a really big part and I think that's why that Ingrained. timeline thing bothers me that much. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, that's so. such a big part of my childhood yeah. that it that to dis it, to me it's it's disrespectful to the band. Yeah. But then again they're the executive producers on it. So yeah, it's that's, like that's who's right. really disrespecting him but it's like Really, guys? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's why it's a it's a it's a double edged coin because at the same time as you, uh, you, I totally agree with what you're saying and what you feel. But they're the band; they made the movie. It's kind of up to them. But Pow was the first one to talk to me when I first watched the movie, and he was like, "Yo, did you know that like all the facts have changed and the whole timeline's fine?" He yeah. he told me he was the first one to tell me, and then I looked the shit up. Did it change your opinion at all after Pow had told you like, "Hey, they mixed this stuff up"? It changed my opinion of the movie. Very much so. Mm. It didn't change my opinion of the band or Freddie. Well, no, it sh and it yeah. shouldn't. And that's and but, that's but, the thing is like if when I when I have pick out problems of Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. or I compare it to the Dirt, I don't like. I hope that nobody hears me saying like I you know it, it made me think of Queen differently. That's not mm. the truth. No, Queen. You know it will always be Queen. Yeah, you know like it, it's arguably one of the greatest rock bands ever with one of the greatest lead singers. Ever with one of the greatest guitar players, bassist. I mean, go down the whole line yeah, of the whole I mean, group. I mean, they were the perfect band. Yeah, yeah you, you couldn't incredible. you couldn't have yeah. had a better fit with these four guys. No, straight yeah. up. I mean, I mean, even if you want to say the word arguably, there's no one who ain't going to put that in the top five. Mm -hmm. That they are in the top five. It doesn't matter. Arguably, you know, uh, your your taste. You know, fucking Jesus Christ. There's something the, we should do on a future episode. Rank your, your top five all time. I was just going to ask that, but that would be a whole... That's yeah, a whole that's, other yeah, that's, that's that a major off-ramp here, yeah, but yeah. 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 But no, no, for real. There's no one that cannot put Queen in the top five. I mean, I'm, I'm seriously, you know, for real. I mean, I, I think agree. somebody would, but I think they'd be a dick for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> or they would just try to be contrarian. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, I do. I, I yeah. I, I do think that um, once I started to learn how much they altered the facts in yeah. the film, yeah, it bugged me. It bugged me, and it made me. Uh, it, it made me. Ah, it kind of bugged me, man. Like I was like, I couldn't watch the film the same way anymore because I love the band, and and maybe you're right. You know what? Maybe I'm coming around because at least with the dirt, they didn't change shit. 
You know. Well, they. I mean, they I mean, omitted they, they, a few things, exactly. but there, there is something that they didn't really put in. Oh, they or, left or they, out the they, whole. Well, pep, you know, Tommy well, they, Lee and Pamela. yeah, they left out that. But another thing that they did that was kind of erroneous with yeah. the dirt was when Vince Neil left. Yeah, there was a he- way bigger conflict than it was in the movie. Well, and, and but the other thing too is that yeah, they, they made it they, seem like when he left, it was because his daughter was dying of cancer, which was true. Yes, but he had a solo career; like he yep. was doing his own thing in that time. But the the movie. Uh, paints the picture as he wasn't doing anything. All he was doing was hanging out at that local bar watching MTV interview the band with the new lead singer. Yeah. Who, by the way, did you hear that part of the story? When he came back, the dude stayed with the band and played guitar for a little bit, and yeah. then they just kind of phased him out. Yeah, yo, so, no, I didn't catch any of that shit. <laughs> I didn't catch none of but that. But so, like, so some of the stuff, I mean, it was, it was, you know, either omitted or it was, so, you know, the dirt's not completely factually correct. They just didn't butcher it as much as Bohemian Rhapsody did. <laughs> well, that's a nice way. You know what? We should put that in the live review. At least they didn't butcher it enough as Bohemian <laughs> Brian Singer fucked that up, man. Shit. But Brandon, as a you know, you as an avid like rock historian and just you just you're in that world, I totally understand your your opinion. I, I still from an inter- entertainment value like Picking Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. And that, but, and that's and I and I, but I get, get that it too. Now. I get it. Like, I totally get it. I completely understand where people come from that, but for me I just I can't I can't get past it. Like it's it bothers me too much i guess and so for for that kind of timeline it's like hey we're going to uh tell the story of the united states um but we're going to skip the civil war yeah right. you know it's like what or, no here's what we're going to do we're going to put world war ii before world war one because it's a better story and it's going <laughs> to yeah, make the exactly. movie better and it's like <laughs> wait who's this angry german guy <laughs> yeah and it's like oh it's adolf hitler in world war one well i mean yeah granted we fought the germans in both of them but like Right. Like seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, and it was, and it was the, the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand okay, okay, that started okay, World on, War Three. Okay. Darth okay, Vader on, is okay. Luke's dad. Okay, hold on. But if we're being real, if you've got a fucking you know seminal rock, like, you know, let's be real. You got a seminal rock and roll band, Queen, Motley Crue, any of the other ones, Guns and Roses. You know, take your fucking pick. Mm. They got a twenty-year career. There's no way you can fit that shit into, into one, one and a half. No, there's no Something's way. Something's gonna have to so, be omitted. So, yeah. There's no way you can put the entire depth of everything they went through. And being a lead singer and doing what I'm doing right now, I'm telling you, man, like you couldn't fit my life into fucking, you know, one and a half to two hours. We couldn't fit this tour into one and a half to two hours because this is now the second episode that we need to start wrapping up. And we already got to wrap <laughs> it up. we haven't even got the tour, but well, Ryan wants to say something. Well, I was going to say, to your point, Brandon, it is in, like the whole like Live Aid thing at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. They spent... 20 minutes on that. Yeah, yeah they, they redid like, the whole thing. Yeah, that was a that Down was a to great like point the Pepsi, yeah. the, the logo on the Pepsi cup yep. and the angle it was turned to and where it was on the piano. That I saw that and I was like, whoa. Yeah, they went super detailed precise. with that. Yeah. And but I remember you, when yo, the but f- do, you, do you think they got paid? You think they got paid for that shit? Always. Oh, yeah. oh Always. fucking A. Oh, yeah. Yo, that Always. shit paid for the whole movie. But I, um, uh, when I remember seeing the first picture of Rami Malik. As Freddie Mercury, it was from that, uh, like, you know how, like, uh, set shots will kind of get leaked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there yeah. was one of him just doing one of the, the Freddie poses. Yeah. Right. And when you looked at the picture, oh, you didn't know it was from the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. you'd be like, holy crap, this is like a lost photo from yeah. Live Aid. The only way that you could tell is they green screened a lot of it. Um, yeah. to like for the crowd and stuff like uh, that. Yeah. So that's the only way that you could tell because when it, you looked at the picture and it looked back a little bit, there was no crowd right in front of them because wherever the picture came from, they were like working on like the lighting for the the, the next shot or yeah. something like that because yeah. they weren't actually filming it at that point yeah. or at least that scene, I guess. And so I was like, oh, okay, so that's from the movie. And man, he looked exactly like oh, him. Totally. The mannerisms, everything. 
if nothing else, you know, you, you can say what you want about the film and the script and the structure and the timeline and the facts, but at the end of the day, you know, he killed it. He he killed he did. it. He did. Rami really, Malek? You know, yes. Oh, oh, totally. Dude, he, he crushed he, it. He earned yeah. that Oscar. He earned it, you know, so mad respect to him. He you know, got, he got, he got the, uh, you know, the, the teeth that he wore? Yeah, yeah. He got him uh, bronzed, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. I think he will made of it. Yeah. He went, and, he went and got that thing done. So that's, that's fucking dope. That's amazing. He uh, got dope. me. He got me in that. His performance no, no, no. was just like. Oh, yeah. You know, and, the, but, and, and all sold. of them. Like, that was the thing is the acting was superb in that one. Yeah. Like, they got the guys. They like they looked so much like the band. Like, that was one problem oh, yeah, with the dirt. Sure. When you're watching the dirt, you're like, eh, it doesn't really look nah, like him. But so the guys much. that they got for Bohemian, or, uh, yeah, for Bohemian Rhapsody, the, the kid from Jurassic Park. Yeah, played oh, John Deacon. Right. Yeah, totally right. And then I think the, the the actor's name who plays Brian May is Gwillem Davis or Davies. Facially, he looks just like Brian May, but he has like completely straight hair. Okay. They throw a perm on that motherfucker, and like down to the way he holds the red. It was special, identical. The it was identical. Like, okay, but can I just take a break? I'm just going to put a side note because every time you talk in that microphone, your voice sounds so sexy, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know why your voice sounds so good through that microphone right now. But it sounds real He's sexy. He's got a good voice. Every time, can, every time baby. he talks into it, I'm like, why? It's like, it's like I'm, I, I, I suddenly shift perspectives. Shim, Shim's right, removed right, a piece right, of clothing right. every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, Brian, <laughs> He's down to his socks. So Brian, Brian's got his microphone. Jamie hasn't said shit for the whole podcast. Do you want to know why? Why? I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? So, so I can't the, answer the question. Get out of the room. Get out of the room. I can't we answer the I'm not even mad that you haven't seen the movie. I'm disappointed that you didn't tell us this before we gave away entire plot points yeah, of that, the movie. Yeah, like a lot of spoilers. Oh, by the way, he dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he also oh, that, liked dudes I was alive and for a chicks. lot of it. But see, that was the thing that bothered me about it too, like the way they ended it, where they do like that. The oh text, yeah, that was cool. It's bullshit. like it's fucking bullshit. You could have told that yeah. story if you didn't do the whole live aid. Yeah, I, I, I totally don't know. I know we have to wrap up, but I, the, my counter response to that is, I think live aid as an ending is the perfect bow to, to like, all right, you can end it there and then do that scroll. When Sasha Baron Cohen, the actor, the guy who created Borat, yeah. was still was slated to play to Freddie Mercury, yeah. his beef with the band with with Brian and Roger was that they wanted to tell more of. The band, Freddie dying Freddy. was, was supposed to be like three fourths of the way through the movie, and then like an extra twenty five minutes happened. It'd be them with like Paul Rogers and, yeah, and stuff like, like that. And I Which love by like I Paul Rogers, insane, super nice, so guy. good, yeah, so great. But but that's not that's that should not be in the film. But I do kind of agree with Pat, like where you're saying that that is kind of the perfect. That's where you can tie the bow and because it, because yeah. because it, yeah. that would be like if you go to Live Aid, that's yeah. such a high. Yeah, but almost anything after that, just. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that goes but, but they did. I mean, it doesn't completely end at Live Aid, does it? Well, if I'm remembering correctly, don't they have like Freddie in the hospital afterwards? No, 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 no. Or is that, no, was that no, before no, Live Aid? No, no, you might no. be thinking of NWA. Yeah, no, it is. Oh, it's easy. <laughs> it's like the no. final fight. Yeah, it know, of, it's it, of the movie. No, it, it 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 ends at Live Aid, and I remember before I even saw the film, I read about the fact that the band made a conscious choice. Very, you know, they 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 they, they talked about it for a long time with the producers and all the people that were involved and they said we don't want to go into AIDS sickness death we want to finish on a high point mm -hmm. and we want to make Queen remembered for the music and Live Aid really was kind of one of the biggest high points of their whole career it was a good pinnacle yeah so I kind of go I, I do have mad respect for that I do have mad respect for the fact that they made it about the music because there are a lot of other rock and roll you know biopics 
that they make it about the partying and they make it about the lawsuit and they make it about the drama and the bullshit. And mm. at least, you know what? One of the things that was one of my favorite things about watching Bohemian Rhapsody is that you got to watch their version of how they told how a lot of the most you know uh, seminal songs were created. And that's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty fun to watch how like, you know, the songs that are, they're, they're in your bones. Like, yeah. you, you, you know that beat. From you, the... Yeah. Like that right there. Yeah. yeah. Or just the... Um, and even though... From when he starts with the bass line of yeah. Another One Bites the Dust. It's, yeah, like the all that thing. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even though, yeah, the script was a little bit hammy and even though they acted it up a little bit, but at least they kept it about the music. So, you know, I, th that, I think that's why, I, you know, if I had to throw down, if I had to throw a coin, I'd probably prefer Bohemian Rhapsody to The Dirt. Because it was about the music, whereas the dirt was about fucking party. Yeah, it's about a party. Yeah, you know, it was about it was about a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. And that's like, like the inner. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. no, no, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Well, th that's kind of like my original point: the entertainment value. Me, me being a person who doesn't know all the ins and outs of the history of these bands, yeah. these great bands who I love. Yeah. Um, but the entertainment value of the movies, uh, it's like Bohemian Rhapsody was so well done. They just presented the music mm. in such a beautiful way. Well, cinematically, I think it was a, it's a far superior. You're a legend. Freddy. I was going to ruin it with that. I was going to ah! say, you're a legend, Shin. <laughs> you're, you're a legend, Freddie. Well, on that you're note, legend, we do Jamie. have to wrap up this right. episode of Rockstar no, 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 101. And in a future what, what, uh, biopic. Okay, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. You're a legend, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Somebody's got to be. <laughs> no, no, your response is because you know the big biopic oh, yeah, that's coming out this year, right? Wh which one? Elton John. Oh, oh yes. right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So that's what? definitely something that we'll be covering yeah. on a future podcast. But I'm on sure. that note, I'll be right. there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle got to close it up with his uh, "You're a Legend." Uh, everybody else in this room's wrong. The Dirt was a better movie than Bohemian Rhapsody. Fuck yourself. Just so you guys know. But we're going to be coming back uh, next episode of uh, Rockstar 101. Again, going to be with the whole guys. And we've got lots more to cover here. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into the tour. No. No, yeah. we started to yeah. last episode. And we still haven't gotten to that yet. So we got a whole lot more coming up here on Rockstar 101. Class dismissed.